place for ideas, a place for feelings, a place for life. Listen closely. Mayil Renoir, Fragments of an Infinite Memory, page 39. Techno-spiritualism. Mind is not ethereal. It does not move upon the waters. It exists only in those devices that trace at once the actuality of its limits and the potential of its unlimited expansion. Part 1. The next thing A rectangle has four sides. On my rectangle, the corners curve inward. It is heavy, but not so heavy that I can't hold it. It is quiet until I don't want it to be. One side is shiny and one side is black, except when you turn it on. They talk about 24 hits, okay. I scroll to the next page and it's a man squatting in a bedroom filled with garbage, taking a long sip from a two-gallon jug of water. Your most valuable asset for fiat currency, you are going to A grainy live stream of a parade at Disneyland. A bike cop in Los Angeles. A random man telling viewers to ask his opinion on anything. I don't even know who he is, and I assume the other 650 viewers don't either. Middle-aged woman turns on the party lights as she answers random questions from the audience. A girl whose post says she is deaf and mute, dresses as a mime and reacts to music styles. One man plays gentle guitar music and does scratchers. The commenters tell me this is the best scratchers stream ever. A woman documents the drinks she's had in the evening, a kind of home movie experience. I come across two different streams of crossword puzzlers then three different streams of rock polishers showing off amethyst and quartz. Okay, right here. You only got one, but uh, well, it's not bad, okay? I don't know why, but her touch it, him touching her face is caught. Don't ask me why. All good things there. We're just kind of figuring out like the staleness of TikTok content creation and trying to figure out what to do. Uh, I scroll immediately to more endless happening. The rage and horror and jubilee of it all infinitely earnest, stretching out of an interminable now. 
Were they all like me? Were they all scrolling in the dark? Who were these people? What did they love? What did they admonish? What did these five minutes mean to them? Moments tucked into the creases of the evening. The beautiful, personless moments. The story's terminus. Everything quiet and unmoving and full of nothing but anticipation. The intimate silences speak to me here. And as I close my phone and nod off to sleep, I feel untrained eyes searching for me through the mute black screen. As if, should I want it, I could cease to be a watcher and choose to be a watched one too. I don't know which is better. There are 14,777 photos on my hard drive. That's 53.96 gigabytes. Grainy videos of late night bar scenes. The first time driving into Washington state. Boring videos of skating during the pandemic. Pieces of concerts. And always the signature song at sports games. At this point, my hard drive is a labyrinth of folders and subfolders. If I spent just five seconds on every single one of those 14,000 photos, it would take an entire day to see every single one. I've saved roughly 98 college essays and their partner PDFs, which would equal out to about 588 pages, roughly. But it's an entire book, cataloging the things I read and cared about. Hundreds of songs and musical ideas, which if pressed on vinyl would be dozens of records. I'm not sure I even know what a gigabyte is. I know it's 1,000 megabytes. 1,000 gigabytes is a terabyte. But what is it in space? Those 14,000 photos, if printed out on standard photo paper, would weigh just over 100 pounds. And yet they all exist simultaneously on my 4x6 hard drive. My life in a rectangle. They're weightless, as heavy as two mouse clicks. My entire life, my legacy, everything I've cared about enough to save, is here. 1.2 terabytes of a lifetime. Part 2 The Mirror Images have a destiny to be projected beyond the creator's inner self onto a material medium and then to be re-interiorized by the spectator. When we digitize an old photograph and post it on the internet, we feel as though we are saving it, fulfilling its destiny, or at least winning an extra stage of destiny for it. The flux of images has grown so rapid and fast that they vanish, engulfed in the wave almost as quickly as they appear. So we are seized by the desire to give them material form again, in order to hold them in our hands, as if the digital space that seemed to promise their salvation had once again left them And then a little bit to the side. Check, one, two, one, two. What was your very first social media account? In... The year 2010, right before I went to high school, I created a Facebook account. 
And I created my Facebook account because my older brother, who was already in high school, notified me that Facebook was a pretty important tool to be invited to things, to be included in things, etc. And I was very anxious going into high school. I wanted to be invited. I wanted to be included. I had to make a secret Facebook first because my mom didn't want me to have a Facebook. But my good friend in middle school, he had one and it was like super cool. And he really wanted me to have one too so that we could like connect and everything. Mm -hmm. And so I made one surreptitiously. What do you think about tagging photos these days? Because I remember tagging and being tagged happily in many a photo that first year of high school. Nobody does that anymore. No. It would feel... I don't, you can do that still, right? You probably can. I think you can, but it's. I think it's just there's so much conscientiousness about privacy. I remember getting so many emails from Facebook. So many, so many emails from Facebook in 2010, 2011. And I delighted in it. And now I would have whatever the inverse reaction to a 14-year-old delighting and in being included and invited to things was. I didn't have a cell phone for a really long time. And so that was like my primary window into the world communicating with people was Facebook. And I would just like spend hours just like it, not even like doing anything. Like, I, I would scroll the page back when, like, Facebook had a bottom, when you could scroll all the way down and there was a bottom of the page and you had to wait for more content to, like, be made from your friends, and then you'd have to refresh. So I would just, like, listen to Pandora, like, play Minecraft or something, but all just, it was all just so I could sit at the computer and Facebook message, because that was, like, I couldn't. I had to sit in that office. I couldn't, there was no phone. I couldn't like leave and then message. I had to like be there for all of it. Facebook still has all those messages. Have you ever tried to look back? I have, and it was a little too painful. It's freaky. It's freaky. Like, it was mostly cringy. 10 yeah. plus years old messages and they're all still there. When did you first make a Twitter? I remember at the time, one of my friends explained it as, it's so cool because I can follow Mac Miller and see exactly what Mac Miller said and what he thinks in real time. And that was like the sell. I remember a similar experience. I was at soccer practice. I was a sophomore in high school. And one of the girls on my team she was like, guys, are you on Twitter? And and we were all like, no, no one's on Twitter. Why would we be there? And she's like, well, you know who is on Twitter is Taylor Swift. She went on to name all the other celebrities that were super relevant at the time. I think Taylor Swift has persisted the best among all of them. And next day I went home, created a Twitter. And it's interesting because Instagram was not a thing until very late in high school, at least for me, where I grew up with my friends. And Instagram became the phenomenon it is today, right? It's, it's gathering rapidly more followers than Facebook as Facebook is atrophying as a platform and user base. Instagram followed Twitter's lead and focused on getting celebrities to post pictures on there. And that's why people cared. And that's, that's why it became such a big deal. 
So I think that Twitter going after celebrities and getting all the soccer players of my high school to join, Instagram later did that, and that was why I joined. Have you ever had something go viral on any social media platform, and how did it make you feel? I've posted a beautiful picture of a Puget Sound sunset, and that got a couple hundred upvotes. And then my tweet, I tweeted a picture of the Mariners stadium on a nice day, and that got several hundred likes. You were definitely like locally famous for that for a few minutes. That was bizarre because I never, I never turn on notifications for any of my social apps anymore because I, I will check them eventually, but I don't want that in real time. Like it just feels like so much clutter. And so I open Twitter and the notification thing is like 99 plus or whatever. And that was bizarre. Can you imagine? And that was pretty like a small viral moment, right? You said you wouldn't even consider it viral. You wouldn't consider it viral. But that's, that's the closest to be going viral that you've ever gotten. I've never gotten that kind of thing. What would it feel like if you had opened that tab? It said 99 plus and it was truly viral. Like the Pope had seen it. Like the Pope's Twitter team had seen it. How, how would you feel? Would you want that? I don't know. The other day, I have, I've had like a dummy Reddit account. Mm-hmm. Just because, I don't know, I feel like Reddit people are real sleuths. And so I feel like I, I need the extra level of anonymity. And so I was on the subreddits r slash idiots and cars. And there was this, this is where I was looking at the other day for like 30 minutes. I was just reading the comments and it was like this intersection in Winnipeg or something, very snowy Canadian province. And this guy, there was a train of cars going through a red light, but it was snowy out, understandable. And it's a dash cam footage of this guy who's waiting at the light for these cars to turn. And his light turns green while there's still cars in the intersection. And he just goes. And a car runs into him. I mean, they're going maybe five, ten miles an hour. But they run into him and it's an accident, whatever. And everyone in the comments was like, the driver clearly is at fault. Like, even if he had a green light, why did he go when there were still cars in the intersection? And there was this debate about his A-frame blind spot. And for some reason, I was like, I don't know. No one's talking about, you know, the white car. The white car was the car in front of the car that eventually hits this guy. And he started going when that car was in the middle. Anyway, I had this like long explanation. And I was like, no one is considering this. And you posted that. And I posted that. You posted your long idea to consider. I set the phone down. You know, we, we had people over. Mm-hmm. I checked it later and nothing had happened. But I felt like this immense anxiety before opening it and checking to see if anything had happened. You thought you, you thought your comment was going to blow up. I think in the back of my mind, I wanted it to. And then when no one did, I realized I really don't want that. I think that what we're describing right now is the most unnatural phenomenon that has emerged out of social media. Because perhaps you're at the Seahawks game, right? 
or maybe you're at that intersection or maybe you're in a giant room in like a class lecture hall and you commandeer the screen from the professor and you show this video and you're like everyone's arguing about whose fault it was except right? there's all these little conversations happening and maybe there's a larger central conversation that everyone can hear and then you throw out your hot take and people either respond and it's like you have a riot on your hands or they don't and then you're kind of like oh i feel silly for having put myself out there into this group yeah i deleted the account you deleted your reddit account after dropping your hot take because there was no engagement is that right I don't know why. Did you think the white car, the person who was in the white car, was going to come after you for slandering them? No, but I, I felt so vulnerable in a way. Yeah. Even though it was there was like a shield, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. There are so many social media accounts that I probably still have somewhere that I just never deleted, like Stumble Upon or Tumblr or Pinterest. Pinterest. There's probably so many profiles of me just floating out there, similar to the Facebook messages, how they never disappear. If Facebook suddenly created a service, maybe like Twitter, they need that blue check mark to make them some income. So maybe they need their data to make them some income with the regular consumer. If Facebook rolled out a memory book deal, right? You can have all of your stuff forgotten on their platform for a giant fee, and they will send you an analog record of all the stuff you've done on Facebook. Would you go for it? Would you consider it? I would consider it. I wonder how thick it would be, and I wonder if it would be anything of interest, right? I'd consider it. And then, if I didn't like it, I'd burn it. And I think that'd be cathartic in itself. Because we don't see data deleted, we just know legally they're supposed to. But we don't even see, like, a receipt. It's not even like closing a bank account. (laughs) It not existing is as tangible as it existing. days, old things, depending on how old they were, would be relegated to the past. Old photographs, old newspapers, old papers were dispatched to the back of an attic or the bottom of a drawer. Today, it's easy to find newspaper articles, forum discussions, photographs of our friends, and a number of other things that are several years old, but do not in any way visibly differ from present things, neither by the speed at which we access them nor by the manner in which they appear. Through this compression of time, the past becomes a sort of parallel present. Presents multiply, like possible worlds. et plus particulièrement notre existence intellectuelle, nos cheminements, nos pensées, euh, et également euh, la littérature, la création, euh, l'invention, euh, l'histoire et la manière. Dont...